Welcome to Snakes on a Plane, a podcast for ABCs by ABCs. Not to be confused by American-born Chinese, but Australian-born Chinese. Hi, it's Patrick. And I'm Thomas. What's today's topic, Thomas? Today's topic, Patrick, is the music that influenced you growing up. Etc. Okay. Oh, so how far back are we going? <laughs> um, All the way to childhood? Let's say... Okay, let's 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 ignore like say childhood because I think the first I think the first few years would be nursery rhymes. Like I think like I think that's like everyone's childhood. <laughs> everyone's gonna be doing nursery yeah. rhymes. So like when you first have like a conscious thought about like ah this is like you know things I would listen to like kind of like a non-stop like either learn the song or pop to it or it's your go-to like some of your go-to songs. Oh, okay. No, I was just thinking. You said nursery rhymes. I don't think I listened to nursery rhymes that much when I was young. Really? Nursery Rhymes was only introduced to me through like play school and stuff. Like from school and like kindergarten and so on. Oh. But before that, there was no Nursery Rhymes for me. Would you have like... Um... I think there was like a few lullabies and like a few like Chinese... I don't remember any anyway. Yeah, because I, I... Okay. Uh, one, of my, uh, one of my uncles, they put... Um, what was it? Oh, they had like... Um, they put like this um, monk chanting music on. So whenever we went to our uncle's place or to my gra- to my grandma's place because uh, my my uncle was living there at the time, yeah, you you just hear this monk chanting music. Okay, and I was like, uh, it was meant to like you know spiritually or increase intelligence or something along those lines, and that's why they had them. Okay, but it just was really that's interesting. It just felt really freaky. It's like you enter. It feels like you're entering into like a horror movie, and it's like this weird <laughs> chanting going along, and you're like, what is going on here? <laughs> okay, okay. No, I I can I can imagine that, but that sound comes from the temple. That's right. That that would be it. it would be the chanting from a temple, but it just feels very weird inside like a residential home. Yeah, 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 yeah. From a house, that's really weird. Yeah. Otherwise, I, my mum would be playing like Chinese pop when I was younger. All right. Okay. So I grew up with Chinese pop, like Cantonese and like Taiwanese pop. So I have a lot of lot of influence there. Okay. I think for my mom, she would listen a lot to like the radio, like AM radio. So I got like the fifties, mm-hmm. fifties to seventies, or even older music, like English ones. Yeah, English ones. So I don't know the names of these things, but they're like you know, you just know that it's like <laughs> that that time period of song where you're just like, ah, yes, this is the time period. This is uh, this is the music, and you'd always listen to AM radio. And it's like I always want to listen yep. to FM radio because that was like the pop, the English pop music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're probably like Beach Boys, Beatles. Uh, I think it's I think it's not even those ones. It was just it was like like I think they were big, but then it was like it would just be like they're kind of like the country the country songs as well. Like it had a very country the country esque vibe oh, okay. to it. Okay, okay. So that that's like you know, that was the radio we had to listen to. Like we always like begged our mom to just like. Like a lot of us were in the car. We're like, wow. Please put the FM radio on. Put on put on <laughs> put on the radio channels at least that we could we could like, Interesting. You know, feel feel like wow. that we're part of it. So but when we did get the when we did get to listen to it, oh that was like one of our like greatest oh, dreams. Okay. <laughs> no, I never I never listened to like the English pop growing up. Never saw I never understood music. I only listened to what my mum listened to, which is Chinese yep. pop. Yeah. Like yeah, so the famous ones like Liu Te Hua. Uh, Deng Li Jun, Yu Ya, Long Piao Piao, Zhang Shui, or <laughs> all the old ones. Okay. Yeah, I didn't listen to music until maybe year five, year six. Right. When Hanson yeah. and S Club Seven were popular. Yeah, they were they were big for that time. Yep. Yeah, so all the girls were listening to them. Yep. 
and I don't remember how I heard them for the first time. Year five. That's when, Maybe like, it was on TV. It was still cassette. That would still be cassette era because I think it was year six and seven. Yeah. Was because they CD era. didn't have Walkmans. You can still have like the, what is it? Because they had like Rage and stuff on Saturdays. So you can listen to music, like the latest music that way. But no, I'd be watching cartoon on Saturdays. Yeah. I have no time for music. <laughs> that's right. Well, I listen to music when there's cartoons to be watched. <laughs> that's right. Oh, maybe S-Cop 7 had a TV show. Was it a theme song? Because it does, the lyrics do fit like a, a theme song-esque. Yeah. A TV show. I think it was a theme song for the S-Cop 7 TV show. I think that's where I learned it from. And then Hanson, the Boom Bop. Boom Bop, yep. It's, 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 yeah, Boom Bop is their most famous song. Their most famous song, yeah, but they had other songs as well. Yeah. No, I don't know any of the other ones. Um, I kind of remember one, but again, if I saw, but I, I know the lyrics, I just don't know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> okay so if i started bursting at the song yeah so like... that was yeah yeah so that was my first taste of like english pop all right okay how about yourself so again i had two older brothers and two older sisters so i pretty much listened to what they listened to and i had no no other choice <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i got a lot of the um i think around that time it'd be like backstreet boys spice girls aqua yeah, those were probably the main ones, and then yeah, just whatever was on FM radio at the time. So uh, uh, back then was Shania Twain, and I knew like the hairdressers would always be playing that song because <laughs> I used to go to like a um, I used to go to a Vietnamese salon to get my hair cut. Uh huh. And they always had the Shania. They they always had like Shania Twain. Um, yeah, just had like Shania Twain music on constantly. It's like, yeah, man, I feel like a woman, and don't impress me much. Yeah. So I listened to a lot of those ones as I was growing up, mm-hmm. and. I think then, you know, when my brothers got into like the edgy teens, I got to listen to like Lincoln Park and then I got to, you know, yeah, I burst into song that was, because that was, that, that, that was, was going like, into high school time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that, I'd heard of Lincoln Park and Eminem and NSYNC and all yep. of those and Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. Yep. And then it was Green Day. That was huge. Yeah. And then there was Offspring. Yeah. Yeah. But that's getting towards high school. <laughs> that's when I started noticing there was actually different bands and stuff. I was like, okay. This is a whole different genre that I... Well, music was new to me. Yeah, no, that's a... Yeah, that would be very different from you because you'd be listening... I guess, like, during that period of time, were you still listening to Chinese music, like, at home? Well, uh, yeah, the only music that was on was mum's music or I'd be playing video games or watching TV. Yeah, yeah. So there was no music. (laughs) Yeah. And then occasionally, my uncle would come over and put Michael Jackson on. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, Michael Jackson, that's a lot of... Yeah, he was huge. Yeah. (laughs) I think there's like a lot of like the older 80s, like the 80s ones. I, I think I started listening to yeah. as I got older. They're like Thriller, Beat It, Billy Jean, Black or White. Yep. Man in the Mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Smooth Criminal. Yes, Smooth Criminal. The reason why I'm like more partial of the, like the 90s and 2000s music is like you saw this game. It's called, well, I don't know if it's like the actual name, but it's called Bartok, or we called it Bartok. And what happened is, is that you play the game, like you have a standard deck of cards. So the 52 card deck. Mm-hmm. You play very much like Uno, so it's like you either do the same suit or the same number. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever wins the round adds a new rule to um, adds a new rule to the game. So yep. eventually we got to like, and if you didn't fulfill the rule, you had to draw a card. So mm-hmm. one of my fondest memories was uh, like you play the t- you play any two, and it's a reverse card. But when you ha- mm-hmm. when you put down when you reverse it. You have to say backstreets back. Okay. Um, and then I think we had so something so similar where we had like um, we had movie quotes in it, and we had um, other music uh, that we had to rephrase. 
uh, that we had the phrase when we played it. So that's why for me it has very very fond memories of the like I guess the the nineties and the thousand and the two thousand. I did listen to a lot of T like going back to the T Swift and Ed Sheeran. I think I listened to a lot of Ed Sheeran. I used to I used to listen to a lot of uh, uh, with Taylor Swift, uh, but I still mm-hmm. like her older stuff. I've, I'm not too fond of her yeah. new stuff. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, I listened to the Red album and the 1989 album. Yeah, I think um, out of the I'm just trying to remember. Like, um, I think out of the T Swift songs, I think Blank Check was like the, the song I could like you know, bop to, even though like the lyrics <laughs> she should be bopping to. I think if I remember correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blank Space. Yeah, she has a oh, lot of bops. Yeah, Katy Perry was one I listened to in that era. Oh yeah, Katy Perry. She was good. I think she's fallen off a bit at the moment. More recently. Yeah, she kind of has. Well, no one can keep up with Tay Tay. Yeah, you usually get a good decade out of like. Usually, most people get like a decade worth. Of, yeah. Um, in, in music, and then whether it's an iconic, iconic bands and songs like that, like I think Spice Girls still get recognized like immediately. Yep. Like I say, as the Factory Boys and Stink. Yeah. So I started listening to some of the powerhouses recently, like Alicia Keys, oh, yeah. Christina Aguilera. Oh. So they they were pretty cool. And and I didn't know that certain songs were theirs until I actually checked them out. And I was like, oh, I heard them before. Yeah, so back in my teens and uni years, um, I did watch a lot of anime mm-hmm. had a lot of, and I watched and that's how I found out a lot of the uh the theme songs and different artists. But uh, did you play like a lot of the music games like um, uh, DDR, oh, yeah. Guitar Hero, and there's a series called Owen Don, but I don't know. I think I think I brought this up last time, but I don't think you've heard of what's Owen Don or no, I, think... I haven't. No, I played Guitar Hero and I played yeah. There's a few other ones, but I thought you were going towards Vocaloids. Ah, uh, I mean, Miku. <laughs> yeah, the Vocaloids. I I never got into it, but I, I saw them and I did get some of the like the merch. Because I thought that was an interesting concept that it was like it was like one of the first kind of like robot artist <laughs> robotic mm-hmm, artists. Mm-hmm. Um, but I no, guess not. No, but I guess not. No, but I I I've li- listened and picked up a lot of songs from like those games and series and things like that. So because um, DDR they had a couple of songs. I don't know if they're actual songs. Uh, but as in actual songs that was released and were on the charts or they just made or they just hired people to start singing these songs mm-hmm. so there's been a couple of songs I would listen to and I found out there was a metal remix and someone put um, vocals to that uh, metal remix so I've been listening to that particular song which is a very enjoyable experience uh, Guitar Hero I just expanded my repertoire between like you start listening to like the Welcome to the Jungle is also a very, is a very iconic song but I had it in Guitar Hero. It's uh, you know, it's like one of my first experience, like one of my first experience listening to the full song. There was a yeah, as I said before, there's a series called Owen Don, uh, which had an English variation called Elite Beat Agents, and that's when you started English learning. rendition. Yeah, so it had English songs instead of Japanese songs. So Owen Don had all these Japanese songs. Oh, okay. But there was like one song that I really really liked in yeah. Owen Don, and was also the theme, same theme song. In in one of the versions of a Japanese drama called Train Man. Oh, yeah. So it was really interesting and fun to make these particular connections or find out who the original artists were and you go, oh, this person Which sung song this. Which song is that? Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, let me... I, I know how I can sing it. <laughs> there's a few in Train Man. That's why I asked. Uh, I think it's the, like the final ending song. Yeah, Train Man's a 
good good series based on a true true story. Yeah, based on a true story. But that's for another time. That would be uh the the song is called Seke wa sore o ai to yubundeze. And I think it's like the final song um of the series. Like they they cut to they cut to the conclusion and then, then that's the song that starts playing. Okay. If I remember correctly. Or it could, I think or, I have or, to listen back on it. I think I've forgotten. Or it's the intro song. I can't remember. It's one of those two. <laughs> yeah. It's got a good soundtrack. Yeah. And I think it, I, 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 that's how I found out about other... That's how I go I go down different rabbit holes and go, oh, this is an interesting song. I'll go find out who sung it. And then there's been a couple of songs that I go like, I've watched a movie and I go, oh, I wonder who sung it. And then listen to it a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then fast forward to, I guess, uni days. I started watching anime yep. and I picked up all the openings and closing songs. Yeah. So yep. it's all J-pop, J-rock, and J-heavy metal. Yep. Yeah, that was very much like me in, um, when I hit teen to uni years. I watched a lot of anime, so that's where I picked up a lot of J-pop, uh, J-rock. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it took a lot of I mentioned J-metal because Death Note. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That introduced me to a lot of, yeah, heavy metal. Yep. Was there anyone, any of them you recognize, like artists? Things like that, or like what? What theme songs would you listen to constantly? Um, just a Death Note one, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, otherwise, yeah, that was that was the extent of my heavy metal. All right, fair enough. Fair I, th- enough. I think I think I th- I think I'll know the whole album because I did download the whole album. Okay, from, but I couldn't tell you otherwise. Yep. Were there any other anime series you would like listen to the opening or start listening to? Like- oh. I listen to like all of them, like the Rudo, Bleach. Um, they're the main ones. Oh, yeah. And then you have all the the girly ones as well, like Canon, Clannad, Air. Yep. Oh, Elfin Lied. Elfin Lied was great. All the other ones. Did you go back to like listen to the Japanese version of the songs? The English series that got translated over, so like Cardcaptor Sakura, Sailor Moon. No, they didn't really interest me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Apart from. Apart from Full Metal Alchemist, yep. their that soundtrack was great, but I couldn't, I can't say they're Japanese because they're Russian. I think it's a Russian song. Okay, like Brothers. Yep, that that's one of my favorite anime songs. Okay, I haven't heard that one. Oh, it's been a while since I've listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there's Final Fantasy songs. I, just, oh, I started yeah. listening to those as well. Yeah, Final Fantasy songs, like just um, the lyrics, the songs of lyrics. Yeah, the songs of lyrics. Yeah, there's um. I've got I've got one of the songs and uh, I think she sings both English and Chinese. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I, I know the one you're talking about. I know you, FFA <laughs> playing boy. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, it's a great song. It is a great song, and I've been listening to it for like you know ever since my brother played it. Uh, FFA, I, I yeah. got the song and I'm like listening to it pretty much since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that leads on to the early stages of K-pop. I guess with your what people call Gen 1, mm-hmm. Bawa, and then I think it's XO, but I didn't listen to them. Whatever girl's generation was, it was when like, we, our, our family I think that's Gen to. 2. Okay. Yes. I, I was listening to, to Girls' Generation when they first debuted. Yes. And I've been following them since. Yep. I was a fan before everyone liked them. I think everyone jumped on the bandwagon when G came out. That is uh, when we jumped on the bandwagon because one of our brothers, their name starts with a letter G, and then we <laughs> and then we danced, and then we made we mocked him by doing the dance. Yeah, 
<laughs> as you do as a sibling as a sibling you mock like you know he's my older brother so you know, he can still whoop me but <laughs> you, you still you still you still you still in terms of like mocking you still mock him for it yeah it's your duty to do to do yeah. that i mean he's more the older brother who would do it, do it but i tried i, I jumped in <laughs> yeah and then i kind of fell off the the K-pop, and then started listening to the English stuff, the E-pop. Yep. Okay. I'm going to call it E-pop. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't think it's a term, but no. I'm going to use it anyway. Like Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, Jason Mraz, Maroon 5. Yeah. I think that was the best era of um, English music. Okay. I still like my 90s hits. I feel like they're like they're always my go-tos, <laughs> early 2000s. Um, I think they just bring up a lot of good memories for me. Um, yep. So like I, I, I had, I, even though like, yeah, there's some good, there's some good music, but I always go back to those ones. I do listen to music, particularly when I'm going out running. So mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of video game music. Majority of the time, it's uh, metal remixes of video game music. Yep. So I think I've got like, you know, majority of them are from like Final Fantasy, uh, because they have like really good background music, but then when you've got when you're running and then it gets you, it gets the <laughs> gets the mind pumping. Yeah, and as then, if you're uh, running in the game. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, <laughs> and then like I pick the song specifically that like you know this is where they're like on the overworld and they're, you know, this is, they're running, <laughs> and then like, yes. you know, because of, because of, like the metal music, it just kind of keeps you keeps you keeps you on track and like the time usually they're a bit more fast paced too so you, you kind of like you know step to the like i step to the beat that's right like so you step to the, the tempo yeah yeah and i put a lot of nintendo music oh yeah particularly like the big the big ones i think in top of my head um that i've got is pokemon and and kirby music kirby oh yeah that's yeah kirby has a good soundtrack it, it they've, they've got very good sound i think the majority of the nintendo's got like very good soundtrack like that's like i've gotten bits and bobs here and there from different series like i think i've even got like a metal remix of animal crossing <laughs> oh, okay for some for the title theme of new horizons so you know they're really really good and i particularly yeah. enjoy those particular metal metal musics yeah no i i particularly enjoy pokemon as well as kirby too kirby kind of that hidden gem i think that not many people know about yeah like i started listening to classical music movie movie soundtracks oh yeah and and like studio ghibli music as well what prompted the classical music and the i guess prompted you more towards those i guess classical classical started from it stemmed from a live action that i watched called nodame cantable yes it's 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 a music school (laughs) yep and that that got me into classical do you know that one i know of the series but i haven't listened to it um okay uh, like for me i had a bit of a classical i listened to a lot of classical music when i was studying because they're like uh, you shouldn't study with like high pop music with lyrics and that <laughs> and they said like if you you know you can slightly increase your chances of mem- memorizing if you listen to classical music that's what lo-fi is for lo-fi study music yes i i stopped i stopped over to lo-fi when i need to just like <laughs> sit there and concentrate don't and don't need that high energy but yeah, I listen to. I used to listen to a lot of classical music. Yeah, I, I find classical not not very study friendly. They they're quite upbeat sometimes. There's a there's a lot of ones where like it's really what do you call it loud. It's kind of angry as well sometimes. Yeah, and that's very that's very bad for studying. I think it's just because it's got no lyrics as well. Though. I think that helps people because like if you're listening to stuff that's got lyrics, you just you might mince, you might mince up the words with like what you're reading. 
<laughs> because they don't have any words and they're that's generally kind of quiet. That's true. And then very, very recently, I started listening to K-pop and that's taken me down a big rabbit hole. I'm a huge fan of it now. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that. And then like, I, I guess, you, I guess, did you skip like a lot of, gen like what generation they're in now? Because you said you've watched before you said you I said think you... we're in Gen Four. Yes, yeah, so I skipped all of. Yeah, I skipped all of Gen Three. Oh, okay, I had no clue about. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's like one person I knew, um, but that's because they were part of a you. They like in their spare time they play they they stream on Twitch. Oh, okay. It's uh, J J A E, but then that case has a last name. He used to be part of this other this this band, but he recently became a solo artist. Um, oh, but, okay. he's part of, but he's part of a Korean band Jae Yoon Park yeah. from Day 6 Yeah, that's the generation that I skipped Ah, uh, okay I think it's in generation like 4, 4.5 now Yep There's like 0.5 generations as well There's, There was 2.5, 3, 3.5 I skipped all that Yep So I'm in generation 4, 4.5 uh, Okay, interesting, interesting. That did, yeah. With like the different generations is like Is it still kind of like the same similar songs Or like they like it's... There is a there is that bit of change up like so in Korean pop, they've got this thing called concept, which they kind of, it's like a theme that they stick to and kind of falls between like two to three years that they stick to a similar concept or like the album that they release. Okay. And it's like, um, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm describing it right. It's a new world to me. So the concept would be something like, oh, they're like themes, like they're, th like they're themed more towards like a particular. Yeah. Like so like right. hip hop, hip hop concept was quite big in the i think 3.5 oh you mean like so like everyone was doing like house and like techno electronic music in their k-pop yep there's also dance concepts as well dance but concepts. yeah i don't follow it that closely so i'm not too sure right but i think the current generation is more hmm, how do i describe it more basic and more just clean cut yep using using their uh, more natural voices now. Yep. So it's kind of reverted back to like the 90s. Yep, yep. I think that's why uh, I'm quite interested in it now. Interesting. Yeah, I might be speaking nonsense <laughs> <laughs> to all the K-pop fans out there. <laughs> but I find it I find it really refreshing. Like especially this new group called New Jeans. Their their concepts really meta where they are very self-aware in their music videos and they they speak to their fans and they speak about themselves. And it's really meta the way they do it. That's really cool. Do they also wear denim jeans? Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call new jeans. Is it jeans as in G E N E or is it jeans as in G J E A N S? So it's a play on both of those words, but uh, it's actually J E A N S. Uh, okay. Is that how you spell it? J E A N S. Yeah. A -N -S, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's new jeans, but it's new generation kind of thing. Yep. Like you know, yep. new gene, like Gino jeans. There's a double that meaning. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's fair. They love to do that. Yep. Maybe I should do a, a like K-pop quiz and test your knowledge. <laughs> ah, I'm going to fail completely if you give me that. <laughs> maybe, I give it, maybe I should administer it to you. <laughs> yeah. You, I think it'll you, be may fun. Know, you may know the answers. And then I could go, ah, yes, it's this one. And then I have no yeah. further information of why. <laughs> yeah. I think our viewers might... Right, our listeners might might enjoy it. <laughs> potentially, potentially. <laughs> so my mystery topic for this episode is 
Are there any obscure genre of music or like other countries' music that we haven't mentioned yet? I've got a couple that I you would usually... I, there was a time when I listened to it. So have you seen the movie or heard of the movie Slumdog Millionaire? I heard the, the movie. I have, I've yet to watch it. So it's kind of... Um, do you know the basic premise of the story or do you want to just give a, give a brief synopsis? Sure. So essentially, uh, there was three kids all growing up who wanted to eventually become rich and get out get out of poverty essentially out of india mm -hmm. you see the scene starts with one of the characters is in like the indian version of who wants to be a millionaire mm -hmm. uh, so he keeps going over his life story and then that's how this that's how the movie plays out it's like he's talking about how they've grown up and, and all these things so they have some really good songs um, and they made like they made a couple of songs specifically for the movie. Yep. So it wasn't just like a oh let's just put a random pop song in uh, or a random song in from. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they built like the soundtrack around like it was very Bolly Bollywood esque type of music. Um, yep. And you know it, you, when you see the 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 music videos, you see that there is a lot of that color because like you know they celebrate like that color festival as well. So I thought that was really really neat and. The, the translations and they do provide like that a very emotional um, drive and things like that so I, I always found it enjoyable to listen to that type of music yeah and uh my brother-in-law because he's vietnamese he has begun listening to a lot of vietnamese pop recently yeah so whenever we go to his place he's playing like these vietnamese these vietnamese pop music. and very similar in terms of, like when you look up the lyrics it's like ah yes it's very this is the typical it feels like the typical like love love pop song <laughs> yeah, a lot of Vietnamese pop songs used to be translated from the Chinese songs. Yeah, because when I went to like the Vietnamese suburbs, I used to hear the <laughs> Vietnamese version of the Chinese song. And I was like, oh, I know this song, but not. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if they do that now. I'm not sure because I don't listen to C-pop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I only catch glimpses of uh, Chinese music when my um when my mom's watching um. Oh, that's okay. Chinese dramas and things like that. <laughs> How about yourself? Yeah, so the reason I ask is, um, have you ever stumbled upon Mongolian throat singing? I have heard of it, yes. Yeah, that's crazy stuff. And it's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I went down a big rabbit hole when I heard of that. And I was listening to it for like two months straight. It was right. really cool. Okay. I haven't specifically listened to Mongolian throat singing. I have heard of it and I've heard that people like do go down, like once they hear it, they kind of go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. I guess that's like kind of like with uh, yodeling as well. It's different to yodeling. It, it's, it's different from yodeling, but I know that sometimes like people can go down those particular rabbit holes with, with like those, those type of yeah, songs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I thought I'd bring that to light because Mongolian throat singing is pretty cool. I guess what's what 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 is the enticement of it? Like what 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 makes it so enticing that you did listen to it for two months? It it kind of sounds robotic, like metal, like I don't know, it's like beatboxing kind of thing. But it's like from you know a human's voice. Fascinating, really fascinating sound. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting. Okay. And then I say other country because um I fell into French pop. Really? Yeah, I was listening to French pop for a good two years. There's two artists that I found that are great. Yeah. And yeah, I was listening to them for many, many hours. <laughs> I guess. It's good for work because I have no idea what they're saying. But it just sounds good. I don't know the lyrics and it just sounds cool. <laughs> Is it like the Macarena where you don't understand the lyrics, but it's uh, but, oh, absolutely, but, but it's a, but it's got a really good dance to song to it. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I think French has this. Um, it's quite indie. Not sure how to describe it. Do you know like Billie Eilish? 
Yes. Yeah. So it's got kind of her vibe where it's really novel. Okay. Mm, not sure how to describe it. But then, yeah. So when I went down the French rabbit hole, it led me to French movies. And then I started watching French films. And there's quite a few cool French films. Did you rewatch Ratatouille? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a French film. It's set in France. But yes. Oh, go French. Yes, it's a good one. It's, it's a good one. But I particularly like the f- Little Prince. I've not heard of that one. Do you know that story? Nope. Wow. I can't believe, like, like yeah, growing up, we had no idea of the Little Prince, yet it's so huge around the world. It's been translated into so many different languages, but we don't hear about it in Australia. I think you should check it out. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll go check it out. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a really cool story. It's probably the most translated children's book. But yeah, my my Chinese um, speaking friends know know of it. But I'm just surprised like no Australians know of it. <laughs> I think something that we, like we didn't mention as well is like um, musicals. Like I, I like I was I'm really big into musicals, and I guess that's like I, why I really enjoyed like the Disney like the cartoons because it was very musical esque. Like the songs mm-hmm. tell us help progress the story a lot further. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I started watching, like, a lot of these cartoon shows and these independent animation shows, and they started putting out a lot of these really, really good songs. Like, I started to listen to a lot of the um, this series called Hell of a Boss, um, done, okay. by an ind- done by an independent artist, and they've got some really, really it's, it's a show about, um, that's it, let, to make it put a bond play, demon hit, hit people, but then they also put, like, a lot of big singing numbers and things like that. Uh, there's one song I'm currently obsessed with, and they only released it recently um and due all the stuff due to kesha happening uh, i think once she got released from her contract then they could release the episode so uh that song i'm listening to const an unhealthy amount okay. oh <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah what are your thoughts do you you know i know you like yeah to watch plays i'm big into musical very big into musicals i went all the way to broadway to watch musicals we, uh, yeah, we got i a watched four one? broadway in um, a week What's that? What's your favorite out of the bunch? Favorite out of the bunch? Anastasia. That's my favorite mm, musical. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's no longer showing, unfortunately. Yeah. It stopped before the pandemic. Yeah. I think. Or because of the pandemic. I don't remember. Either or. But yeah. Due to, due to the pandemic. Either or. <laughs> it happened. It happened. <laughs> yeah. That was the best. It was based on the movie Anastasia. Yep. And then they added original songs to it. Yep. And it made it... it much more adult. Yeah, it was oh, great. Okay. Okay. Oh man, that's that's really because cool. it was it was set during the war, right? Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. So so they introduced like a few more war war songs into it. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It's really moving. Uh, it's been a while since I watched Anastasia. Maybe I should go watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then my second favorite was Waitress, um, based on a movie called Waitress, and it's a ri- original. Original soundtrack written by Sarah Bareilles. All right. She's a pop artist. Yep. She's got a few um, big hits. Right. Probably the biggest hit is probably Love Song or Brave. Wait, sorry. Was the song called Brave or was like... Yeah, the song's called Brave. Brave. I, oh, okay, okay. Because <laughs> I know you, you have a very large fondness for the movie Brave. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> did you mean the movie Brave or did you mean the song Brave? No, okay. no, no, no. I mean the song named Brave. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm on the same page now. Yeah, so those are my top two from Broadway. As we come to the end of another exciting episode of Makes on a Plane, we want to express our heartfelt gratitude to all our listeners for joining us in this incredible adventure. Thank you for being part of the Snakes on a Plane fandom. 